It's the Early Access Podcast, episode 17, December 17th. Whoa. I typed that out in the show notes and actually didn't realize that until right now. We're here live, twitch.tv slash Shampoo. Tuesdays, 8 p.m. PST. You can join us for the pre-show and check us out on Discord, discord.gg slash Shampoo. I can't believe we've done 17 episodes of this. That's over four months. I've actually stuck with this podcast. It's not some silly idea. It's not one of those iTunes podcasts where they go three episodes and they give up and then they have a comeback episode two years later where they say, we got so much cool stuff planned and then they don't come back until six months after that with the next episode after that. Like we've we've actually been pretty consistent save for the one time I skipped an episode when I had to go to work and another time where we skipped a couple weeks because I was literally out of the country. But we have been here and uh, give us a rating on Spotify. Last week we talked a lot about what, what was it? Uh, a bunch of people abusing animals. This week, unfortunately, and I don't mean to make this the Twitch Police podcast where we talk about people who are doing crappy things online. I don't know. I don't know if it's because that it's more prevalent. It's more common for people to be streaming that it's easier for us to catch these shitty people doing shitty things because it's easier to see what they're doing because more people are streaming or if more shitty people just exist nowadays. I don't know. But we have a couple instances of child abuse. We're switching it up. Last week was animal abuse. This week, we have a North Carolina resource officer who there's no audio really to play. If you want to look at the clip, you can just go into Google and type in North Carolina resource officer body slam small child because it's literally what happened. An 11-year-old middle schooler who was not disclosed um, because of the Child Protection Act or something like that with minors not having their names disclosed. Uh, he is completely fine, but a North Carolina resource officer was walking down a hallway next to this child. Suddenly, there's no audio, so I don't know what the kid was saying or what was going on. Picks the kid up and drops him from four to five feet on what seems to be solid tile. Uh, this is in a middle school in a non-carpeted area. Then picks up the kid again, probably picks him up another three to four feet. Definitely like stomach, chest, torso level of an adult man drops him again before picking him up and dragging him off the child clearly dazed and not really moving his legs properly that man is at first given paid leave but is now facing misdemeanors it's not a felony apparently in north carolina because the law is that there needs to be visible damage to the child uh even though there's video evidence there's not any actual uh physical harm none of the kid he's doing fine apparently he only had a, a few small bumps and Uh, There's a lot of speculation going on as to what the kid could have possibly said to have angered this police officer to the point where he had to literally slam him on the floor. Uh, There's no real justification in my head other than the kid killed his wife or something like that. I don't know why you would go straight to a John Cena level body slam. This kid looks like if you gave me $1 million dollars to slam a child as hard as I could on a tile that I I think I could actually do a little bit better than that guy. He didn't seem like a lot of power came from his knees. Like he didn't actually really try to like pile drive the kid's skull on the ground. But regardless, it was it was a pretty good it was a pretty good slam in my opinion. But the real one I want to talk about this week that isn't getting nearly enough media attention that did honestly get a little attention on my Twitter feed, but that's just because my Twitter feed 
is a little bit curated and biased towards people who are content creators and on Twitch and stuff like that. Municorn1712, don't know what her real name is, and I'm willing to say her name because what she did was so unbelievably shitty that I... See, it's a both both the North Carolina officer and the Twitch streamer who I'm about to talk about both did horrendously shitty things, but this woman did it to her own child, which in my opinion makes it 10% shittier if we're in a race to the bottom here. She, on a PlayStation broadcast, was playing Fortnite. She's sitting on a bed and her child is crawling all over here not really understanding that she's busy playing Fortnite. And not only does she pick up and throw the child a little bit, some of the throws I didn't think were too horrific because throwing a child on a bed I don't think would really impact it too badly. Um, but the thing that really crossed the line, at the end she really threw the child, but before that, when the child was crawling, she took its arm, pulled it out, and bit it. And she took a big honk and bite like you take out of a corn on a cob. Like, we're talking, I, I did not understand quite the the mass that a human adult mouth could intake especially an american uh, against a small child's arm like the, that is no match that is completely in the favor of the woman biting the child and the fact that she did this on stream a lot of people of course on twitter pointing out the fact that she's probably doing horrendous shit off stream as well and this is probably not the first time she's bit her child uh, so Twitch has been made aware of this. They've been writing articles about this. But what is even shittier, and again, it's a race to the bottom. Uh, both both people I'm talking about right now are terrible, horrendous people that need to be sent to Stell Shampoo Battle Royale Island to fight to be the last person standing. She replied on Twitter. Uh, she was originally called out by someone. Someone got the clip, called her out told her that this is a terrible thing to do. A bunch of people piled onto it. She then quote tweeted that tweet and said, someone has too much time on their hands and goes around being rude to people that she doesn't even know. And, you know, I, I, I'm kind of, I can kind of sympathize with the sentiment there. Uh, you shouldn't be rude to people until they take a honk and chuck out of their child's arm and toss it around while she's playing Fortnite. Also, of note, not enough people are talking about this. She was playing Fortnite squads. And anyone who knows me well knows that I have a personal, uh, not vendetta. What's the word I'm looking for here, Kukuler? A distaste, maybe? A personal dislike for playing games that have other people on my team. And so this, this is the kind of person queuing up for Fortnite squad. She looked like she was playing with a party of friends, to be honest. And I don't know how any of her friends were calling her out on her child biting. I don't know if they're ignorant of it or just willing to tolerate the fact that she was a terrible human being. Probably bad at Fortnite, too. I'm going to go that far. But these are the kinds of people that you can queue up with. I'm sure she doesn't always play with a full squad. She's, she's probably not good enough to play solos. If she's so stupid that she's going to bite a child's arm, she's probably not smart enough to actually get any amount of kills in Fortnite. I'm really drilling on this woman's personal skill level despite knowing nothing about it. A little unprofessional of me, I'll admit. But these are the kinds of people you can catch on Fortnite squads. Arm biters. And those are not the kinds of people I want on my team. That's why nowadays I lean a lot more towards playing rhythm games and card games and one-on-one -on -one things. Uh, because I, I don't want a child biter. Well, first off, to own that child, I hope that Child Protective Services gets to him. But also, I don't want to play games with them. 
Uh, completely terrible people. I'm gonna say that she. It's not. It's not a race. It's not a competition, really. But she is absolutely out of the two people that he talks about right now. The more terrible one, in my opinion, because she did it to her own child. Uh, or maybe it's worse that the resource officer. I don't know. Let me know what you guys think. Uh, it might be worse that the resource officer did it to that kid because it was presumably not his own child. But uh, regardless, both terrible people caught on camera, and I hope that they have a fun time on Stell Shampoo Battle Royale Island. Also, right after the Early Access podcast last week, we had the Game Awards. I watched the entire thing. Gotta say, it was really cool for Beat Saber to have Green Day go up and play, and also have it simultaneously be an announcement for the Beat Saber Green Day DLC pack. That was super cool, and that is, I think, one of the coolest, if not the coolest reveal that the VR industry has ever had. Of course, Green Day. Uh, big. I don't know if Green Days was big in everyone's middle school life, um, but because uh, they were from here, from Northern California. They were certainly uh, big everywhere. Yeah, were they big everywhere? I mean, they're from here, yeah, they're- so I think they were especially big here. In my middle school, they had actually play Green Day. It actually got kind of annoying. They played Green Day over speakers super loudly. So as uh, as an eighth grader, I got used. I was a professional in eighth grade at yelling over music. So when I turned twenty one, I started going to bars and clubs and stuff. I would already be accustomed to yelling over loud music. But they would play loud Green Day music uh, at my middle school, which is very interesting to have like children being exposed to American Idiot, like straight up calling out the entire Bush administration. Yeah, as yeah. just like casual lunchtime food, I think that might have influenced us somehow. I, that was my life as I uh, went through sixth to eighth grade, was listening to American Idiot. And they would play some other things too, like Soldier Boy, uh, who I also might not think would be too appropriate for children. I don't know what he's doing nowadays. But Green Day revealed, Beat Saber revealed that Green Day was part of their new DLC pack, which I thought was super cool. Uh, I really don't like the Beat Saber. Expert Plus maps, though. I think they're a lot of them are very poorly mapped. The patterns are bad. I don't want to get too far into that. But uh, that's the downside to that. Uh, I'm not... I like I like the music. I like the fact that Beat Saber is giving a rewarding and legal way for you to support artists, support their game, and get cool music. But the maps range from bad to mediocre. Uh, in my opinion, on the higher levels of difficulty. And lower levels of difficulty truly doesn't matter because the notes aren't coming at you fast enough for any kind of flow to to really make a huge impact on your gameplay. But when people are mapping Beat Saber maps for free, not getting paid for it, given it's kind of in a gray area as far as legality goes, but the maps are better and coming out at a rate of 10 times as fast as official maps, you know, i just rather save my money and play those rather than play to to Green Day, which is a band that I enjoy, but I don't think that they suit high-level rhythm game gameplay very well, which is why I enjoy Beat Saber. But I got to admit, for the industry, they've been doing a great job uh, at the Game Awards. As far as other stuff at the Game Awards, nothing really too interesting. They announced Surgeon Simulator 2, which is the only thing that caught my eye. I love those games with wacky controls, um, it's going to be co-op, which I hope it's single player because I don't want to play anything co-op, but games like Getting Over It, games like Co-op, the original Surgeon Simulator, which if you guys have never played it, basically you're a surgeon and you're operating on a patient, his name is Bob, in a bunch of weird wacky scenarios, and the controls are super bad. You 
on PC, I haven't played in a super long time, but if you left mouse clicked, it would lower your hand up and down. And then you had to use keys on your keyboard to control each finger. And so that would, you know, sometimes get you to accidentally stab an eyeball out, or maybe you'd cut the wrong organ. And it was just a really fun party game. I really enjoyed that game. I love speed running it. And Surgeon Simulator 2 was announced by Boston Studios, and I'm very glad that they are coming out with a new game because the last game that they tried to do was, it was like a skateboarding game, very similar to similar to Splatoon. And the marketing they did on it was really interesting. They made it absolutely free. And I think it was competing at the same time as a Call of Duty that came out. I think it was Black Ops 4. And so... Uh, they released the game for absolutely free and they said if they hit X amount of concurrent players that they would finish the game and release it. But if they did not, that they would scrap the game and move on to work on a different title. And that's the first time I've ever heard of a studio doing something like that. Uh, and the game did have a decent amount of players. It didn't completely flop, but they didn't hit their goal of X amount of players. Uh, and then they decided to scrap that title. And it looks like Sergeant Simulator 2 is what came of that what came of them uh, not making their Splatoon skateboarding game, which I played for a brief amount of time. It's kind of interesting, but not something that I really want to sink my teeth into. Maybe again, because it was a multiplayer game. And I just didn't want to play with other people, despite the fact that they made it free. So I'm glad Bossa Studios is back and making games again. Uh, other than that, the Game Awards, really boring. Uh, I don't really care to listen to music or and half the categories are things I... I don't particularly care about it. If my favorite game doesn't win, I'm not all up in arms about it because I, you're not going to remember. Look, we're, what, six days away from when the Game Awards happen? Who won Best Audio? I don't actually even remember if that was a category or not. But I, most people probably don't remember, except for Game of the Year. I think Sekiro won that. The smaller categories. I'm sure the game developers appreciate it and really like it. But uh, as far as a normal consumer, I'm not going to get on Twitter and yell about it. What, what does kind of rub me the wrong way, is that Beat Saber won Best VR Game again, and they didn't come out this year. I mean, they did come out of Early Access this year, but Beat Saber won in 2018, and that year I think, yo, great job, they deserved it. Changed the industry. Incredible job. I still think Beat Saber is a great game, but to win Game of the Year in 2019, when we had games like Autica, Pistol Whip, Boneworks come out, I think Boneworks actually came out after the Game Awards, I'm not too sure on that, but uh, for it to win two years in a row, like I know VR is not really that well known and the brand recognition of Beat Saber is there, but it didn't come out this year. It came out of early access this year. I hope something else wins and uh, some of the other great VR games get recognition. My personal favorite VR rhythm game, Autica, I hope gets a little bit of love uh, next year. If it's eligible to compete next year, even though it came out of early access this year, uh, we'll have to see. Also, in other VR news, the Oculus Quest is catching fire. I was talking a little bit on the pre-show about how annoying the Twitch Coke ads are. And I'm also starting to see a lot of my own dumb face on Instagram and Facebook. There's an ad that I'm in uh, where you buy an Oculus Quest, which is a product that I truly believe in. This isn't like something I just modeled for like I actually really do believe Beat Saber is an incredible game and the Quest is a dope piece of hardware and I, I suggest you pick one up even at $400 but maybe not at triple that price because the Quest prices have tripled before Christmas uh, this is from Upload VR 
On Amazon in the United States, the $400.64 gig Quest model is being sold by third parties through Amazon at prices starting at $895, going up to $1,100, almost three times the original retail price. At that point, just pick up a Rift S or a Index at $1,000. Of course, the Index requires a gaming PC, uh, and the Quest does not. Similarly... The prices for the $500, 128-gig Quest model from third-party sellers on Amazon start at $1,000 and go up as high as $1,500. I really could have made a big buck selling a bunch of Quests. These third-party sellers often don't have the same fast shipping guarantees as Amazon either, so as you get closer to Christmas Day, it becomes less likely that an order from these resellers will reach you on time. So, uh, absolutely selling out. I think it's scalping? Bad. Don't like that. But the fact that the Oculus Quest is in such high demand, uh, the fact that VR is selling out, and the fact that I'm not seeing a bunch of dumb tweets on my Twitter feed about, oh, VR is dead, uh, and the fact that so many people I know own a headset, so many streamers I know are dipping their toes into playing games, uh, although it is usually just Beat Saber, uh, that's incredible for the industry, and it shows growth, and it shows that uh, I'm not just wasting my time talking about this, because it'll probably still be around this time next year. I have a, a a story to tell you guys about esports arena and how I hate them. And then we have another uh, episode of Am I the Asshole? But first, Keel, do you have a World War II fact so I can take a sip of water? I do not, but I will be talking about um, an event that I'm kind of a part of. And so, oh yeah, so Keel, plug time. Yeah, yeah, my my own plug here and thing. So it's 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 a good cause for us because I'm an advertiser. Um, so my own community that I'm a part of, which is C3's Rock Band Three Customs, is. Ho- hosting or like they started a charity drive for the american cancer society called chartathon where you make custom songs for it and we have clone hero involved in this but also we have Audica and beat saber so two vr rhythm game communities are actually involved in this and beat saber actually has a channel in their modding discord for all the releases they're posting so the idea is that you download a custom release for this event and you pay out of your own volunteering um 90 cents per everyone you download and if you go to chartathon.com, all one word, chartathon.com, um, you can go and it'll, it'll redirect you to the GoFundMe page there. And I think the minimum amount is $10 because of a mistake that happened where we planned to go to Crowdrise, which had no minimum, and then it got merged into GoFundMe, and then they put a minimum. So it was unfortunate. But everything donated here will go 100% to the American Cancer Society. We take no profit because we legally cannot do that at all. So if you are interested in playing any of these games, if you want to check out some really cool maps, as I already showed Nikki one of the ones for Audica, um, please go download these and donate and support and just kind of help out people in general. Holiday spirit and all. It's going to keep going all the way until New Year's. So it's still going on right now. I'm actually, it's chartathon.com? Yes. Chartathon.com. It's, it's just a redirect. Yeah, it's just a redirect to the, uh, the GoFundMe. GoFundMe page. Yeah. I am actually personally going to toss $10 at it because the Autica map that I saw, I just said Autica is my favorite VR game, and the Autica map that Kuehler showed me was dope, and uh, I want to get It was a shelter by Porter Robinson and Median, released in 2016, I believe. It is a fantastic map. Uh, There's some Beat Saber maps in there, too, that I want to pick up. These are all going to be quality maps. I'm sure there's some quality assurance to make sure only smart people are making these charts because finding good rhythm game charts can sometimes be a pain in the dick. So if I could pay 90 cents 
to save like 10 minutes of my time searching for charts and it goes to the American, what was it, the American Cancer Society? Yeah. And there, there is no paywall in this. You can download them all on your own, not pay anything you want or pay later or pay less than 90 cents or pay more than 90 cents. Like you can do whatever you want. This is just more of pure of an honor system going on here. So there, there will be no blocking. There will be no paywalls. There will be no like forced payments whatsoever. Yeah. So you guys go ahead and check it out. My mom had cancer when I was in elementary school. She survived it. Uh, she's still around. But that is a good cause to yeah, be supporting. It, it is an international, and, even though it is the American-based Cancer Society, it is an international research that helps with everyone. Yeah. And who knows if, God forbid, someone that I know or uh, me, just kidding, not me, I'm invincible, gets it one day. $10, help cancer research. It's a good cause. And don't go digging through and downloading and playing bad rhythm game maps. You can actually just... I'd rather just pay 90 cents. In fact, if, if that was actually a service... If someone could just come to me with good rhythm game maps at a difficulty that I wanted, then the 90 cents is a steal for saving my the time. The ideal would be DLC. It's just Beat Saber kind of flubbed that, doesn't they? Not a big fan of that. DL- uh, the plus- reason we asked for like 90 cents is that's kind of what like the low-cost DLC for Rock Band was when we did this just for Rock Band. But we decided to spread it out and invite everyone to come and join us. Yeah, and like having a actual full-time job now that pays well there's no reason i can't just toss ten dollars down for the holiday yeah, so you if, guys if you can't also out. donate if you can spread that word too that helps also like the alternative if you can't donate but if you know someone who might and they might enjoy this then you know that'll it'll do the same effect effectively and forgive yeah, maybe, my oncoming cold voice uh i also i'm very very slightly stuffy although not getting a cold but i was uh, slightly yeah, stuffy this word. morning and now it got worse all right as is uh, Nikki tradition around the holidays, let's spread some holiday cheer and talk shit about someone. Dude, Esports Arena, last year, at the exact same time, uh, put on an event that I went to that was a complete bomb. I actually applied at Esports Arena maybe in February 2018, and then I went there in November or December 2018. I applied to work there as an audio technician. They actually ended up not hiring anyone, even though they were having like a job fair and they asked for an audio technician. Sent my resume, all that stuff is all good. They didn't hire me, not salty about it. I went to a an event in November or December later on that year, and it looks like they needed an audio technician because they had casters going over the speaker, and I'm not going to do it because it makes for bad radio and I don't want to hurt your ears, but it sounded like they were talking with their hands over their mouths and like a thick blanket over the microphone. Uh, and it was like that for the entire eight-hour event that I was there for. I was kind of sitting there at some point like, they're going to fix it, right? Like, this this isn't going to go on for forever. Then they had computers dying, so they had to pause the game, swap computer out. That's five to ten minutes every time. That happened multiple times. The show match was super boring because it was a blowout. It was Overwatch, and there were uh, UC teams and California college teams there playing. Well, one of them, I think it was Santa Cruz. Um, I think I think I remember it was Santa Cruz. Killer, you should be proud because Santa Cruz beat the living crap out of whoever it was they went up against. I don't even remember who. Or maybe they got the crap beat out of them. But uh, it was to the point where... Uh, the other team was like stuck in their spawn and they were taunting them. It was an absolute blowout. Uh, the game, the gameplay, like the matches weren't exciting. The audio was absolutely terrible and unacceptable. And they actually didn't even have enough seats for everyone who showed up. So I just kind of snuck myself into the VIP section, which the VIP section was really just like chairs that were closer to the stage. So that was an absolute crap fest. And uh, that didn't leave a good impression with me on esports arena. But 
This week, they had an announcement for a Beat Saber competition, and the prize was, according to the employee over the phone, Kuehler, let me know if you have a if you recognize any problem with this. According to the employee over the phone, the prize for this Beat Saber competition was an Oculus Rift Quest S. And so, if you a take... A Rift Quest S? An Oculus Rift Quest S. If, like, there are combinations of what he just said that works, but that combination does not. An Oculus Rift, an Oculus Rift S, and an Oculus Quest. Those are all things. An Oculus Rift Quest S is not a thing. And so to be clear, I said it on Twitter. I'm not actually mad at the employee. I'm mad at the tournament organizers and as at esports arena as a whole, um, and their organization of this tournament. Because that wasn't the only thing. So start from the beginning. Uh, I, I'm on Twitter, wake up, scrolling through, doing some work, and I see my man Logan Theobald, one of the best beat saber players in the world. He tweets at esports arena. He says something along the lines of, "Hey esports arena, imagine driving four hours out." to a venue that you listed as having a Beat Saber competition uh, and they don't have any VR headsets and imagine being trapped there after driving four hours because of a snowstorm. And so I thought that, oh wow, Logan, the best Beat Saber player in the world can't compete? I have a chance. Because if Logan had gone, that's another problem with running a Beat Saber competition. Top players like myself, I'm not going to call myself a top player. I'm, I'm fucking trash. But a good player like myself will not go if I know, like, Logan or one of the top 10 players is going. That is to be like, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to get bodied. Like, I'm going to let them fight it out for the prize. Especially if there's only one prize being given out for what is about eight venues. How You're going to hold eight locations to enter this tournament, and you're going to give out one prize. I'm not saying you got to give out eight prizes, but there's not like a second and third, fourth place prize. It's just like one Oculus Rift Quest S being given away. I think there's actually just a quest upon doing more research. So, uh, Logan, I find out, drove four hours to go to this tournament and couldn't play because they didn't have any VR equipment, even though they advertised they would. So I thought to myself, dope, there's an esports arena near me. I can go compete and win that prize. So, I call them up. This esports arena is actually two to two and a half hours away from my house in uh, in Roseville. Uh, for those of you who don't know your California geography, Roseville is near Sacramento, the capital of California, and is in the middle of buttfuck nowhere. I'm not going to say buttfuck nowhere, but I'm saying nowhere. It's not like totally nowhere, but it's not somewhere you'd go to have fun. And it's at a Walmart. So not somewhere I wanted to go. Uh, I call up the employee and I said, yo, man, I want to come down to the Beat Saber tournament. I see that the rules you have listed are KDA on hard can you tell me more about the rules? Uh, it's a two-hour drive for me, so it's four hours back and forth. Uh, I don't want to just drive down there for no reason. Can you give me some details on the tournament? He says, uh, yeah, I'm not sure, actually. Can you call back in like 10, 15 minutes? And I'm like, dope. So I get dressed, call him again. The employee's super polite, dude. Great guy. Again, it's the tournament organizers. I call him, ask him some questions, he, and, and then I end up asking him a question like, yo, man, can we play with modifiers on? So am I allowed to play with faster song and ghost notes on? Because it's only KDA on hard. I could play that with my eyes closed. So I, I wanted to play with these modifiers on to get a higher score. I call him, ask him that. He says he's not sure. And then says to me, let me ask in the employee Snapchat, which I, I, I can't even name. I, off the top of my head, I can't even think of a better messaging platform uh, for a business to coordinate their employees. But regardless, uh, I, I go get gas because it's going to be a long-ass drive. Call him back again. 
and he tells me that you have to play on no fail and that the score which the score I thought so he originally gave me a score I wanted to know what it was it was say 200,000 I I did a practice run and my score was like 400,000 and I thought oh wow I could blow this out of the water like this is an easy win for me he called me again and said you have to play with no fail on which halves your score making my 400,000 score 200,000 which means my score was actually only like once you did all the math my practice score was like a thousand points which is not very much below the top score but they only give you three tries and i was worried that i've been to plenty of vr competitions the tracking would be bad the hardware is not good enough the employee didn't set up the equipment properly someone walks into my play space a billion different things could go horrifically wrong and so to to beat the top score for the competition was possible. I could totally do it. On a practice run, I was only behind by a thousand points. But to only get three tries and for all these other factors to be at play, like for example, I went to a big sprint vector competition. I got flown out for it. And I'll, I'll retell the story, I think, on a different podcast because I really like the story. Um, the tracking was terrible. The equipment was bad. There's a shot of me at this official, official sprint vector competition in Las Vegas where I'm like half squat crouching, looking super intense and like swinging my arms back and forth. And that wasn't an action. That was not an action pose. That was not me doing that to look cool. That was me doing that because they put the sensors on the ground and I'm a six foot tall dude. So if I were to swing my arms in my head, my controllers go missing and I won't be able to, you know, run, which is the point of sprint vector. It's a running game. So that's why I was crouching like that. And VR competitions are... are typically so poorly run that I didn't want to go risk it and lose four hours of my time and a bunch of gas driving to and from but fuck nowhere California and so had I not been so diligent this is the part that made me a little bit tilted had I not been so diligent in calling that employee four times and not getting the exact rules to determine whether or not it was worth my time going down I would have gone down there you know potentially lost because they didn't put the batteries in their controller or something uh, and then came back. That's the story I'd be telling right now. But because I was diligent enough to call and and the rule, I had to call that many times to get the rules straight. Uh, that's the part that that tilts me. So eSports Arena putting uh, a shitty competition together. And of course, we shouldn't underestimate uh, how crappy it is for them to have made Logan drive for four hours and then he didn't get to play because they actually didn't even have VR equipment. So I, I wasn't going to trust their ability to do things properly. And so uh, the fact that that guy had to look up rules in an employee Snapchat also, someone could have blown my score out of the water because they didn't play with no fail on, so they just got 50% more score. That actually happened at the Sprint Vector competition. The guy who had the number one seed um, had a timing glitch. He There was a timing glitch in the game by no fault of his own. And so to get the number one seed for the sprint vector competition, there were qualifiers. He had the fastest time at one minute. Then me and my friends had second through fifth place. And our times were one minute 14, one minute 14, one minute 15, one minute 15, something like that. And he had one minute because of a timing glitch that made the timer tick slower or took 15 seconds off or something like that. So there's always some dumb, random thing that can screw you over in VR competitions. Because the rules are so poorly put together... You have to be super cautious because even if you're the best player, you can get screwed over by some scoring issue or some hardware fault 
or I was at another VR competition and there was a photographer getting marketing materials together and he would stand in front of the players who are effectively blindfolded. These players are wearing a VR headset over their eyes and can't see anything. And so he could have got hit in the head. That would have impacted gameplay. Plus, it wouldn't have felt good to you know get your $2,000 camera smacked by a, an Oculus Rift controller. And if you stand in front of a player and block their sensors, that cuts tracking, impacts gameplay. Um, I want to do a whole episode on, on VR esports shenanigans. But that's for another time. Uh, esports arena never had a good experience with them. Do not recommend. At least the ones in Northern California. I've heard the I've heard good things about. I believe there's one in in Nevada in like Reno or Vegas, and I think the ones in SoCal are acceptable. But the ones in NorCal, Roseville and Oakland, trash. I hate those places. I didn't even go to the Roseville one. The employee was nice, but man, they did not know what they were talking about. All right, last up. Am I the asshole? This is a. Uh, this is one that I actually wasn't even looking for this, and I found it on my Twitter feed today, and I thought it was so good that I I had to read it out. Uh, so here you go. This is from a, a user with a throwaway account, but it's called, Am I the Asshole for Recommending the Worst Tattoo Artists I Know to a Girl That Was Trying to Copy My Tattoo? This is on a throwaway account. I have a lot of tattoos. My most recent tattoo is a tattoo I designed with my husband. We got matching ones for our anniversary. It is super personal. I was showing it off to my friends. I noticed one girl in our group, who I'm not super super close to, was really into it. She even took a picture of it, which I thought was strange, but I let it slide. Let's call this girl Sarah. Sarah does not have any tattoos that I know of. If she does, they're in really small and in unnoticed places. So a week or so later, I hear through the grapevine that Sarah is trying to get a copy of my tattoo. Honestly, I suspected this. She told a couple friends of mine the design... And for some reason, she didn't think that they would tell me. But here comes the crazy part. She comes to me and asks me for a recommendation for an artist. She specifically wanted one that wasn't too expensive. I asked her what she was going to get. She was really coy with me and told me she had not finished working about it yet. So I recommended the worst tattoo artist, in quotes. I know. Let's call him Bubba. I've gotten two joke tattoos from Bubba. One is terrible and blown out, but it's okay because it's that duck or rabbit optical illusion. The old one that I had all covered up. He works at a subway during the day and gives the tattoos from his garage. I knew she wouldn't do the proper research to check him out, and she didn't. She went and got her cheap tattoo from Bubba, and it is fucked. It's already blown out, the lines aren't straight, and may be infected. Her husband and I are, my husband and I are howling about this, but a few friends of mine think what I did was really messed up. She'll be okay, she just has, uh, she'll just have a really, really shitty version of my tattoo. I think it's what she deserves. So let me know, am I the asshole? Uh, I already have my opinion on this, Keeler, so not to uh, influence yours. Do you have anything to say as to whether or not this person's a bad person or not? It's kind of permanent. So in that regard, it's a little harsh. So I'm not entirely... Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, like, <laughs> I should have known what my full opinion is, but... So... In general, right. I think just like pushing someone who wants to copy you to like something else, like kind of messing with them is always kind of nice. It's just I'm always kind of a little held back a little bit by the fact that it is kind of a mostly permanent thing that happens. It's basically it. But otherwise, I'm like kind of like it's just it's just a it's just a thing that I saw happen. So I, I also think, I'm also my voice is not go good enough to explain anything in more oh, detail. Yeah, that's, that's all right. I just had to take a sip of water. Thanks, Killer. So perfect. I I think that while that is kind of an asshole move. I think yeah. that the person is not an asshole. You can do asshole things, but not be an asshole. 
that's that's uh, a good like, way to describe it. First, you can you can own a camera and take pictures and not be a photographer. You can, you know, build a fence and not be a fence builder. So I think that this person did an asshole thing, and they are not an asshole at all. And this person copying the tattoo is a complete dick. And here's my problem with this: artists don't have, and this goes actually into a Beat Saber modding kind of too. Artists don't really have a lot of tools. There's DCMA and stuff like that. But as far as tattoos go, not a lot of tools or ways for you to protect your art, for to, for you to protect your own property, for things that you've designed, for things that uh, are your creative vision. There are not a lot of ways for you to do that. You can't, she couldn't have said, hey, don't, like, don't get my tattoo. Or, I mean, uh, yeah, she probably could have gone to the girl and said, hey, I know you're thinking about getting my tattoo. Please don't do that. Um, now, would that have stopped her? Probably not. And she could have gone out and got it anyway. Uh, and there's no real, there's not really anything you can do about it. I don't know if you can really sue, but are you, that's a big headache in and of itself, dealing with lawyers and fees and all that kind of stuff. There's not a lot of ways for artists to protect their music, their art, their drawings, all that kind of stuff. There have been plenty of times on Twitter where I've seen someone drew something and then a big corporation took it and used it in an, as part of an advertisement. Or someone drew something and then someone said, hey, I really like this. Can I... Uh, I think we actually talked about this on the podcast before. Or maybe I just talked about it on stream. I, uh, you drew this. Can I put it uh, on myself as a tattoo? And the person said, no, sorry, I drew that for something else. And then uh, the person just goes, fuck you. There's, there's not a lot you can do about that. The tattoo artists probably, and not every tattoo artist, is probably going to go look out and find the source material and see if you got permission and check your permission slip and make sure that you got the artist's initials and all that kind of stuff. So as a defensive mechanism, there's really two things this uh, woman could have done to protect her creative vision, which I think is important to encourage artists to keep getting, uh, you know, to keep creating content or to get paid for their work so they can continue doing what they love to do and continue making things that people want, obviously, because you want her tattoo that you should support her for it. Not a lot of things that she could have done. So I think that screwing with her uh, like this is a good thing. And the fact that she didn't go up and look at a this tattoo artist's past work, the fact that she didn't think it was kind of weird that it was in his garage, uh, that's just a symptom of dumb bitch syndrome. And so I have no sympathy for this woman. And I think that the person who originally designed the tattoo, while they did a slightly assholeish thing, is 0% of an asshole. If you disagree with me, you're wrong. But you can let me know on discord.gg slash and watch the Early Access podcast live at twitch.tv slash 8 p.m. PST on Tuesdays. Is Tuesday, next Tuesday actually Christmas? Uh, Eve? It's either Christmas or Eve. Oh, it is Christmas Eve. It's... So the next episode of the podcast is December... 2019 uh and the this might 24th. be the last one of the year actually yeah i just realized this is the week the after last... it's new year's eve it's new year's and we're gonna be partying so actually Maybe. i didn't realize i don't this. know what i'm doing yeah um this may be the last episode of the early access podcast until january 7th but uh maybe we'll do an episode on christmas eve i don't uh, definitely... i can't do seventh you can do seventh but i can't do seventh okay so. we'll figure it out we'll keep you updated on our discord but uh, this very well could be the last episode of the year, December seventeenth. And the, the 17th decade, episode. even though we only started like four months ago. And the decade, Jesus. Uh, the decade ends. Still- you went from, you started twenty ten. Stell shampoo started in twenty ten, so Stell shampoo 
Next month, on January 30th, I turn 25 and Stealth Shampoo turns 10, which is absolutely... The rise and fall. That's probably worth an episode on its own, honestly. (laughs) The rise and fall. We played Evolve, now we're doing podcasts on Twitch. Anyway, thank you guys for watching. We (laughs) may or may not be back on the 24th, which is Christmas Eve. We will definitely not be here on the 31st, which is New Year's Eve. I won't be out getting wasted. And uh, maybe we'll be back on January. I'll be here on January 7th. But Keeler might be out doing something. That's the schedule. Thanks for listening to the Early Access Podcast. Leave us a rating on Spotify to make me feel good about myself. And I will see you guys all some other time.